0: With you, We're going to go to the book of Joshua, chapter 4. You've probably recognized that by now. This is number 7 or 8, 9, I think. Uh, weeks that I've taken the text from the same place. And uh, if you haven't been here, I'll try to explain in just a moment. Joshua, chapter 4, verse number 4. Then Joshua called the twelve men whom he had prepared of the children of Israel. Out of every tribe a man. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of Jordan, and take ye up every man of you a stone upon his shoulder, according unto the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you, that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? What are all these stones, these 12 stones that are in the circle here at Gilgal? What, what do these stones represent? Joshua said, Then you shall answer them that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off. And these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. Forever. In Acts chapter 2, the Bible says Peter stood up with the 11. Important that that, that has that number because that number is completion. Peter with the 11, so the completeness of the gospel. Here we find the Old Testament, the memorial of the Old Testament. And Acts chapter 2 is the memorial for us Pentecostal apostolics living in the New Testament. Praise God. And I'm thankful we have an answer for our children. Why do we do what we do? Why do we believe what we believe? We have an answer. And it's found in the Holy Bible, the Word of God. Praise God. And tonight, I want to preach, teach, talk about, just share my spirit on one of these stones, and it's the stone of, don't get nervous, holiness. We're going to talk about, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. We're going to talk about holiness here at ARC tonight. God, we give you glory and we give you praise. And God, I ask you right now for your anointing, the youngster of the Holy Ghost. I pray that you would speak to me and through me. Give us ears to hear what they'll say at the word of God. I pray in the precious name of Jesus. Speak to us and have your will in your way. We give you all the glory and all the praise. And let the people say amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. <coughs> I have been beginning this and this is the only second series this is the second series that I've ever done we did uh, talked about the fruit of the Spirit last fall and I enjoyed that so much I learned so much going through that and I just felt to do uh, this particular series I don't know that I'll ever do another one Uh, maybe I will whatever I don't know but right now I'm trying to get through this one and so tonight we're going to talk about holiness and here we find in the text, Joshua tells the people that, that these 12 stones at Gilgal, circle of stones is, 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 is an answer, is, is the, going to explain, is going to uh, resemble or reflect the mir- mighty miracles of God and, and what God had done for them and that God had brought them out of Egypt and, and had kept them while they endured the wilderness for 40 years and that God led them into the promised land. I'm thankful that we have an answer to how God brought us out of darkness. He's walking with us, and He's taking us into our promised land of eternity. <laughs> I and mean, I believe that as it is our our absolute responsibility to teach uh, our children the th- holy things of God. It, it is absolutely our uh, responsibility, perhaps our greatest responsibility, to instill in our children in the next generation whether it's your physical child or a spiritual child someone you win to the Lord that they need to understand why we do what we do and why we believe what we believe and what is thus the, what is found in the word of God and what thus say the word of God what does he say about things and we need to know, and our children need to know. The church needs to know. We need to be able to give an answer. Can you say, praise the, praise the Lord? And so we find 12 stones, and I have tried to condense it down to about 12 stones, and we've talked about belief, except you first must first believe that He is. That's the first stone, the revelation of who Jesus is. He is God manifested in the flesh. Praise God. We need to know who He is. We talked about... The power of repentance. The stone of baptism in Jesus' name. The stone of receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I'll probably get a little bit more to that tonight. And we talked about tithing. That's one of the stones. And offering and prayer and fasting and praise. And last week we we talked about uh, worship. And we've heard in the last couple of weeks, uh, Brother Hopkins was did not know that I was preaching this series, but he talked about obedience and hearken or hear the voice of God and that's one of them that I had in my notes like well thank you I guess I don't have to teach or preach on that one amen and 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 we just had sacrifice, sacrifice and giving and and brother Dethridge kind of preached on that Sunday night the miracles in the unknown and we're going to sacrifice and we're going to just trust God and maybe I don't have to preach on that one praise God and and uh, those are all good ones but tonight we're going to hit on Holiness Holiness is the word holy. You can find it in my reference. 544 some old times that the Bible talks about the word holy or being holy. Another 43 times you find the word holiness uh, being used. And then you have other times where the temple is the holiest of holies is also used many, many more times. And the Hebrew word in the Old Testament Which the Greek actually means the same thing. Someone will give you the Hebrew tonight, but is Kadesh. It, it, It means to be holy, a sacred place or a sacred thing. To be holy is to be dedicated and devoted, to be consecrated and sanctified unto the Lord. What does holy holiness mean? It means to be dedicated, to be devoted, to be consecrated, to be sanctified. It means to be set apart. It means to be separate from the world, but to be united with God and the people of God. It's to be separate from sin and defilement, but to be connected and in union with with righteousness and peace. And the Holy Ghost. Amen. We use the word Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost. It's synonymous because that's who God is. God is holy. Holy. His Spirit is holy. He is sacred. He is all that is good. Every good and perfect gift come from above. Amen. His Word is holy. That's why we we have this thing called the Holy Bible. It's sacred. It's God's sacred, divine Word for us. The Holy Bible. And having a holy Bible in an unholy house does not make the house holy. Right. Having a holy Bible sit there all nice and pretty on a coffee table does not make the house holy. Yeah. Having the holy Bible as a lamp, and yeah. right. and a light. Yeah. Right. well, praise God. God is a holy God. Leviticus chapter 11. Yeah. In the book of the law, chapter 11, verse 44 For I am the Lord your God, and you shall therefore sanctify yourselves. That word sanctify, guess what? Same Hebrew word, kadesh, to be holy, to sanctify yourself, to dedicate, to consecrate, to commit yourself unto God, to purify, consecrate. He says, and you shall. Be holy. That You have to make up your mind. I'm going to consecrate and dedicate this temple unto the Lord. It comes from having a mind that says, I'm going to live a consecrated life. God went on to say, and you shall be holy for I am holy. Verse 45, he said, for I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt. You catch that? He's he's saying he's talking about holiness, and he it's interesting here that God references to being brought out of Egypt, out of sin, out of bondage. You can't be holy and still be connected to your past. You've got to crucify the past. You've got to go through the Red Sea. You've got to get through the blood. You've got to be cleansed and washed and purified. If you're going to be, a, you got to come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Oh, I feel like preaching on holiness right now. You can't be holy and have one foot in the church and one foot in the world. No man can serve two two, two masters. You'll love one or you'll despise the other. You can't stay, go to the promised land and keep one foot in Egypt at the same time. Praise God. He says, for I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt. There's got to be a separation. People say, oh, you're you're all them holy, holy, holy roller people. That's right, we're separated from the world. My sins are in my past. I'm forgetting those things which are behind. I'm pressing forward. I'm not ashamed to be called a holy roller. I'm thankful I'm not connected to my past. I'm thankful that my sin is under the precious blood of the Lamb. I'm thankful that I am living a life of holiness. I'm probably scaring Hudson right now. He's usually at the house. It's all, oh, I love you, Bubba. Oh, come here. Then pastor gets up here and I start feeling the Holy Ghost function and... Like, man, boss making Pappy so mad up there. I'm not mad, Bubba. I don't think he believed me. He said, for I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. You see, here's what's cool. Holy the cool thing about holiness holiness unites us with God. And separates us from sin. This is going to change. I'm telling you, in preparing this, God just did something in my spirit. I've always, can I just be right? I was raised a Pentecostal apostolic. I know what it's like to walk through the quarters of school and to go into a gym and to wear things that the world wasn't wearing. And to look a little different. And I know what it's like. I'm going to be real for just a minute and transparent. To what it's like to be ridiculed and put down for my holiness standard. And there were times, I'll be honest, I'm like, I hope that nobody notices me. I don't feel that way. And I wish I would have had this, this revelation of holiness. Holiness is not just what I wear. It's that I'm separate from sin and I'm united with God. Young people, don't ever be ashamed. Paul said, I'm already ahead of my notes. That's okay. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of salvation of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God into salvation. Salvation literally means to be made whole. W-H-O-L-E. The word whole being complete and holy come from the same root word. Did you know that? The etymology of the word, it has the same root. Oh man. When you are holy, H-O-L-Y, God will make you whole. Because when you live a life that's holy unto God, you form a union with Him, and you're not alone. You're not by yourself. You are there is a spiritual wholeness that comes over us when we are holy. My goodness. I hope this is this is charging your batteries like it charged mine. Leviticus 20 and 7, sanctify yourselves therefore and be ye holy for I am the Lord your God. 1 Peter 1.15, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. 1 Peter, he's looking back all the way back to Leviticus and he's saying, hey, that was the way it was in the Old Testament. And it's the same way in the New Testament. God's a holy God. Romans chapter 12. One of my most often quoted verses, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies. Everybody say bodies. Bodies. Present your bodies. The words, the Greek word there is soma means everything, all of you. In Spanish, it's todos, it's everything. Present your body inside and out. People say, Well, God looks at the heart. But he said to present your body inside and out. A living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. I'm not trying to be accepted by out there. I'm trying to be accepted by him in here. Holiness is I'm consecrating this vessel. I've dedicated this vessel unto the Lord. I'm trying to present my body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. And then I preached on the transformed mind transform mind a couple weeks ago. I won't get into all that. 1 Corinthians 6, 19, what? Know you not that your body, you Every say my body. It's so, everything, inside and out. My body, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. You can't say, God, I'm going to give you my whole body, but I'm going to keep my hand to myself. Present your living, your whole living sacrifice, holy. He said, what? No, you're not that your body, your everything, all of you is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own. For you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body, everything inside and out, and in your spirit, which are God's. You don't like it? Take it up with him. I don't belong to you anyway. I belong to (laughs) him. Praise God. Holiness is, you got to have it to be pleasing to God. and and Without holiness, you can't see the Lord. We know that. But holiness is being separated from the world and being one with God. We, We often equate in Pentecost that holiness is what we wear. No, what we wear is a reflection of the holiness that... What we wear is not holiness. It's a reflection of it. What I don't wear is not holiness. It's a reflection of the holiness of my dedication and consecration unto the Lord. Holy, what I wear is it's just, a, its just a reflection of His light shining in and through me. Ladies, you're living a holy lifestyle. Men, a holy lifestyle. Ladies, doing things you would call a Holiness. Really, the holiness is your dedication and your consecration. It's your mindset. It's your heart. But what people see should be a reflection of the holiness of your desire to be pleasing to God. My wife doesn't wear some things, and I'm not going to get into all the lists tonight, but there's some things she doesn't wear. There's some things you, you'll see people don't wear on this platform. Why? Because it should be a reflection that this is holy ground. This is consecrated. This is dedicated unto the Spirit of God. I, I want the power of the Holy Ghost and the anointing of God on our praise team and our musicians and our ministers. Well, I want the Holy Ghost to fall. Why? Because I want the Holy Ghost to fall. I'm going to live holy. Praise God. I already alluded to it. He said, God said, hey, uh, I brought you out of Egypt. Come out from among them and be you separate. Say the Lord. I know there's some Old Testament and there's some New Testament, but the concept is the same. I, I never saw this. This is good. This is in study. I'm just so excited to give you something from me. Maybe some of you all saw that. Some of you old timers, you probably heard this preach because I know there's nothing new under the sun. But can I tell you, I didn't see it this way. I'll be 49 in just a couple days, a few days, and guess what? I never heard this or seen it. I didn't get this off the Internet. Genesis chapter 2, I got it out of a really good book. It's called the Holy Bible. And there's two verses that allude to it. In the book of Genesis chapter 2, you find where God looks down and he makes man. He the Bible says he forms man from the dust of the, of the earth. We, we, do I need to read all that? You got it. You know that story, right? But verse number 8, and then verse number 15. God just, I think he puts this in twice just to go, y'all need to get this. Unfortunately, I didn't get it until recently. Like today. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put, everybody say he put. He put the man whom he had formed. Verse 15, and the Lord God took the man... And put him, everybody say put him, kind of sounds like verse number 8, into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Here's my revelation for today. Eden was a holy place. It was a sacred place. A place where God would walk and God would dwell. And he formed, he already formed Adam. But he took Adam and he put Adam in the sacred, holy place, you can't walk with the Lord until you get into the holy place that God places you in. Oh, I wish someone get the revelation. Adam was made from the dust of the earth because I've got a special place for you, Adam. That we're gonna walk and commune and have a relationship. We're gonna be one together in the garden, in a holy place. God has always intended to meet and commune with His people in a place that's holy fast forward they made Moses they make the they make the, the ark of the covenant they put the mercy seat on top the two cherubim's on top which i think is the type and shadow of the two cherubs that when adam and eve sinned they were cast out of the holy place and there were two cherubim's placed to protect god always protects his holiness well we need a was a fresh revelation we need to protect the holiness of god like he wants us to protect the holiness. Don't get mad at pastor. If pastor comes to you and says, hey, you know I see you slipping up right here. Or, you know what? I, you don't, you're, if you want to keep singing or you want to keep involved in ministry, we've got some holiness standards, some guidelines. Why? I'm trying to protect. I'm trying to stay in the presence. I'm preaching about holiness tonight. I want to stay in the holy place. (laughs) I ain't got time to preach all this. I'm looking at the clock. Wow, I'm like in point number one. I only got ten minutes. I got more. You see, sin made Adam and Eve unholy. And separated them from God. Amen? You see, to be holy is to be one in union and separated from the world to become unholy is to be separated from God and one with the world Who are you trying to join up with If you going to say I'm going to walk with the Lord, I'm going to talk with God, I'm going to live for God, I'm going to consecrate myself, you're going to be holy. But no man can serve two masters. You can't be unholy on Sunday and holy the, or holy on Sunday and unholy the rest of the week. Can pastor preach to pastor? You can't be holy at church when you're preaching and unholy on the internet. Unholy on Instagram. I'm preaching to pastor. Unholy on Instagram. Y'all getting quiet. Maybe maybe I need to preach back at you. (laughs) Having holy conversation at church and then talk like a heathen and cuss in front of your kids in your house. To be unholy is to be joined with the world and disconnected from God. But to be holy is to be joined with Him and disconnected from the world. You see, after the fall of Adam and Eve, again, this is so, there's thousands of years, and I ain't got time to preach it in nine minutes. Old Testament, we find humanity was separated from the Spirit of God because of sin. Sin always separates. Amen? Isaiah 59 and 2, but your iniquities, everybody say my iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you. Hid his face. In other words, you can't see him. You're not, you're not, you haven't got it yet. Without holiness, no man can see the Lord. New Testament. Let's go back to the Old Testament. Isaiah says, if you're unholy, God hides his face. You can't see him. Because of sin, Adam and Eve lost sight I don't want to lose sight of what God wants to do in my life, in our church, in my walk with God. That, that's why I have to present, live, live, live a holy life, an acceptable life. Present my body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. I, want to, I never want to lose sight of Him. I don't want to lose sight of my Lord and Savior. Isn't it interesting, the first time you find the word holy, you find it. You, here you go, you ready? You find it with Moses. He's on the back side of the desert. He's walking. He's following sheep. And he sees a bush that's on fire but not consumed. And Moses talks to himself. Hey, he said, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go look at that because that ain't burning. But I see a fire. So Moses steps over, steps aside, and he comes to where he this burning bush is. And God speaks to him out of the fire. See, he thinks, Pappy's mad again. I'm not. I'm just excited. And Moses turns aside and he, he goes to the bush. And God speaks to him and he says, what? Moses, take your shoes off. You're on holy ground. Two things I find right here. You ready? Two things. Number one, the Bible says Moses had to turn. To be holy, you have to devote and turn yourself unto the Lord. It's a consecration and dedication on our part. People think holiness is oh, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is going to teach me all holiness, and I'm never going to have a problem with temptation. Think, no, no, no. Holiness is what you have to be holy. He said, "Be ye holy, even as I am holy." You got to make up your mind. I'm going to, I'm going to turn to the Lord. In the New Testament, ready? you want to hear another definition of holiness? Repentance. That's the first thing. He tur- There was a physical turn. He said, I'm going to change my direction. I'm going to turn to the Lord because God's speaking to me out of the fire. And the second thing, the, the God says, take your shoes off. You see, when you live a holy life, it's going to cost you, gonna, you're going to have to walk a little different. I don't want to walk different. I want to keep doing what I've been doing in the world. Then you keep living in an unholy life and you ain't going to experience the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit of God. Well, hallelujah. I had to say it like, he said, I don't think you need to do all that holiness stuff. You, without holiness, no man can see the Lord. Without holiness, you get outside the garden. Without holiness, you get outside of relationship with God. Uh, we have to be a Holy Ghost people. Old Testament, humanity was separated. That's what the Ark of the Covenant was. That's what the temple was. It was the holiest of holies. And I don't have time to preach at all, but I'll, can, I give you, can I have a, just a few extra minutes tonight? I said I'd be done at the appointed time. I didn't say 8.30 for a reason because I wasn't sure how long it's going to go. But I, I feel like, I, I feel like you, you, you're still with me. I feel like God's still speaking to somebody in this house tonight. You see, we, the Bible references Adam is the first Adam. He fell. And since then, all the way up to Calvary, Jesus is the second Adam. The first one, we are, born in his, in, we are born in the flesh. But because of Jesus Christ, the second, we are born of the Spirit. <laughs> How do we get holy? We who are unholy, we were born in sin, shapen in iniquity. How can we be? We have to be born again. John talked to Nicodemus, and John, or Jesus talked to Nicodemus in John chapter 3. Except the man be born of the water and of the Spirit. He cannot even see the kingdom of God. What does that mean, be born of the water and of the Spirit? Water is a cleansing. It's a purification. It's a sanctification. And receiving in Acts chapter 2, and, and, and I wouldn't even sit under a pastor that didn't have the Holy Ghost nor even preached about it. Because in Acts chapter 2, they said, what must we do to be saved? And Peter said, repent and be baptized. That's the cleansing. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive, ready? The gift of the Holy Ghost! It's the Holy Ghost that empowers us, that enables us to see God as He is. Man, I, tell you, I don't have a shovel big enough to get that deep. Mark chapter 15, Jesus cried with a loud voice. He's on the cross, and He gave up the ghost. And the Bible says when He cried with a loud voice... The veil of the temple was rent or divided. It was separated. It was opened up. You see, through one separation, there was a unification. You can't be unified with God until you're separated from the sin. Just claiming God said I accept Jesus as my personal Savior. There's no division. There's no separation and there cannot be any unification until you get the sin issue taken care of. you got to get it under the blood, which is holiness. And The veil was rent from top, twain, the Bible says, from top to the bottom. And when the centurion which stood over against him saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost, he said, surely this was the Son of God. Hebrews 6 and 19, the writer said, which which hope we have is the anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil. Talking about that veil. You see, in the Old Testament, because of sin, man could not enter into the holiest of holies. Only the high priest could enter in, and if there was anything undefiled in his body, he would die. Because the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God, what gift? The gift of the Holy Ghost is life. And whereas in the Old Testament, only the high priest could go and walk in the holy place, we, because of the veil, we get to walk with him in the holy place. This right here is the holiest of holies. That's why you got to get the Holy Ghost because when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost it equates to you becoming the holiest of holies where God dwells and abides. You will not be holy without the Holy Ghost. You cannot be the holiest of holies without the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of Almighty God. I'm preaching about holiness tonight. Without holiness you can't see Him. Without holiness you can't please Him. holy church God help us be a dedicated, sacred, consecrated Holy Ghost filled divine church Hebrews chapter 11 I'm I'm trying to hurry I I, I know the clock this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days saith the Lord I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds will I write them and their sins and and iniquities will I remember no more separation right there You're so, when when the blood is applied, when you're baptized in Jesus' name, you are so, this is how far you get to be separated from your sin. God Himself doesn't even remember. He said, I'll see them no more. You got to understand, when you enter into the holiest of holies, sin can't go there. God doesn't see it because He only sees holiness. He only sees his Holy Ghost power living inside of me. When I pray, when I fast, when I call on the name, he only sees holiness. Because the sin's under the blood, he doesn't remember it. He doesn't see it. And because he doesn't see it, I can see him. And he can see me. Oh, man, i got to hurry. Having, therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through, here it is, the veil that is to say, his flesh. Oh, because of Calvary, we have access into the holiest of holies. It's only because of the blood of Jesus Christ that can wash and sanctify and cleanse and purify our soul. And that way, God can fill us with his Holy Spirit. Hebrews 12, the writer said, verse 10, But he for our profit, it was, because for, it was for our good, that he might be partakers, that we might be partakers of his holiness. He went to the cross So that we could be partakers of holiness, he allowed his his own flesh and blood to be crucified at Calvary so that we could profit, so that we could have access, that we could go back into a holy place the garden, the spiritual garden of Eden. You ready? When I got the Holy Ghost, I stepped into paradise. I know we haven't arrived to heaven yet, but Dad, we're already walking in paradise. I got the Holy Ghost. Spirit of God is inside of me. I get to commune with Him. When I woke up this morning, by my mind was stayed on Jesus. I woke up this morning when I went to sleep last night with the Holy Ghost. My, I'm in the temple. I was communing with God. I'm still communing with God. And when I fall, rejoice not against me. I shall arise. I'm going to plead the blood, I'm going to consecrate, rededicate. Why? Because I'm staying in. Ephesians 4 and 1, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be <clears throat> ready? Holy and without blame before him in love. We know Jesus was slain before the foundation of the world. God knew it was going to cost him something. He knew he was going to have to manifest himself in flesh even before it all started. 1 Corinthians 7, for he that is called in the Lord being a servant is the Lord's free man. Likewise, also he that is called being free is Christ's servant. You are bought with a price. God knew it was going to cost him everything to give us access. He said, before I have set before thee an open door. An open door where? Into the holiest of holies. But get this, nothing unholy can enter into the holiest of holies. Sin could not go to the holiest of holies. That's why there was a, laboring, a labor. There was a place they had to wash. There was a, a process. There was a pattern they had to follow if they were going to go into the holy. There was some cleansing and sanctification and consecration and dedication. And there was some blood that had to be spilled. There was some sacrifice that had to go on. There was some repentance that had to take place long before the high priest ever got into the holiest of holies. He had to go through a process to get holy, to enter into the holiest of holies. Why? Because nothing unholy is going to dwell there. It will be killed. It will die. We, too, in the New Testament have a pattern. We have to repent. We have to be baptized in Jesus' name. And we have to partake in communion once or twice a year. Amen. And Wash, have our feet washed and be clean and cleansed every whit and to be clean. Why? Because we have to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Without holiness, no man can see the Lord. We have to present our bodies a living sacrifice. We have to be holy. I know when I said holiness, some of you are starting to get nervous. Oh, he's going to preach against this. I'm not going to really preach against anything. I'm preaching for holiness. I'm not preaching against stuff. I'm preaching for Holiness. Now, there's some things I can't do if I'm going to stay holy. Uh But I'm thankful there's still a process. Confess your sins. Confess your faults. If we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us. I'm thankful I can plead the blood, and the blood can wash and cleanse and sanctify, and I can be made holy again so that if I'm holy, I can enter in. Musicians come. Huh? It's, I've already gone over. of fact, let's stand. That always gives them hope. <laughs> Romans 1.16, I mentioned it earlier, but I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation. Let me, let me just connect the dots a little bit. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I did, did it well enough earlier. I still don't know if I can do it now. The etymological, the the, the root, the origin of of holy, H O L Y, the the root word of that, and holy, W H O L L Y, come from the same. You, you, You can't be made whole without holiness. We can't be one with God and complete in Him without holiness. Salvation, one of the definitions of salvation literally means, ready? Wholeness. The plan of salvation is all about making us holy and holy. Salvation, the plan, the process is all about making us holy. H-O-L-Y and whole. W-H-O-L-E. be whole if you're you're not sacred. You can't be made whole if you're not separated. Well, that's a contradiction of terms. You're talking about being separated but being united. Yeah, you can't be united and made whole in Him if you're still connected to the world. There has to be a separation. You have to present your body a living sacrifice holy and you have to be consecrated unto the Lord. experience salvation Hebrews twelve fourteen. follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord how many want to see him who here tonight wants to see him face to face who here wants to make heaven your home and hear the Lord say well done thou good and faithful servant enter in get to the holy heaven is to be a holy vessel here because not nothing unholy is going to dwell nothing unholy. so if you've got anything that you feel like is making you unholy, if you're not dedicated, if you're not consecrated, if you feel like there's sin that has separated you you need to take you need to get that taken care of you need to get that under the blood you need to be made holy tonight. I know it's late it's on a Wednesday night I already went like seven, eight minutes over than what I normally do I don't care you got something that makes you unholy you need to get holy because to be holy is to be separate and united at the same time that's what God said I'll go back to it one more time Leviticus he said hey I brought you out of Egypt. I separated you from your sin. The bond that's type and shadow of sin. Don't You can't look back. You can't go back to that. I called you out of that because I have a promise for you. So, so you may be here tonight thinking, how come I haven't really, really received the promises that I believe God has for me? Maybe it's just because you still got one toe in the water back here. But maybe it's just because you're not presenting your whole body, soma. You're not presenting your body, everything. Maybe you got one foot over on this side of the Red Sea and one side over here. Maybe you're trying to straddle the fence. Nah, no, uh-uh. ain't no ain't no fence straddlers going to the holiest of holies. Nobody that's undone going in there. You got it. You got to be right last but not least, why would a holy God live in an unholy vessel? Now, I'll just accept God as he is. Ain't no holy God going to live in an unholy vessel. Matter of fact, he went. He knew he was going to pour out the Holy Ghost. And so what did he do? He went in and he drove out the money changers. He said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. This is unholy. Get this mess out of here. God will only move. The Holy Ghost will fall. When people are consecrated and dedicated, God, I don't even know how to close this tonight. Suffice it to say, just never be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of being a holy roller. Don't be ashamed of being called a Holy Ghost-filled saint of God. Don't be ashamed of being separate and being different from the world because that's the very thing that's going to save your soul. thing you're going gonna, gonna, to, the only thing that will make you see the Lord and see heaven is a holy lifestyle. God, help me to be holy. God, I, when, I, when I fall, let me wash and cleanse and be purified. Can we just lift up our hands? If you want to be holy tonight, can we just lift up our hands to a holy God? Lift up holy hands. God, wash and cleanse and purify. He said, if you'll confess your sin, He's justified. He's faithful and just to forgive us. God, would you create in us a clean heart, renew in us a right spirit. Cast us not away from that presence, God. Don't separate us from your presence. Don't cast me away from your garden of Eden tonight. But God, let me walk. Let me walk with you. Let me talk with you. Let me dwell with you. Let me abide with you. God, I pray your Holy Spirit, your Holy Ghost, God, would reign and dwell in my soul. Let me be a vessel. Let me be a temple of the Holy Ghost. I wanna be home! Now.